Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. We going to the Super Bowl, and we going to win that. Right? This is a team win today. Offense, defense, and special teams. Cover drop. Fires toward the right corner of the end zone. The ball is caught. Caught. Caught for the touchdown. And it's a hell of a win against a great football team. A playoff caliber team. That shows me, shows you right there, that we're right there. And we are right there with them. Shotgun for Trevor. He drops. He looks. Fires left side of us. Caught. 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 Jones catches it. The two-point conversion is good. Jacksonville is taking the lead. I need a one. I need a new ball here, guys. Ready? One, two, three. I mentioned to this man on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Friday. 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 I said after after we win on Sunday, it's victory. To the Super Bowl, and we gonna win this. Boy, gotta hit. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your host Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Mike DeRocco, and each of the team. All right, a Who Wants Smoke Meat Thursday on Jaguars Today. That's what it sounds like to me every <laughs> single time. Tony's got his teal on today. Uh, I've got gray, D Rock's in black. Um, D-Rock's in mourning because he's the runner-up in the breakfast bowl mm. this year. I think that's what it is. Good morning, D-Rock. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for breakfast. No, you're welcome. Don't let these morning guys try to horn in on oh, this I'm whole food deal. Oh, I'm buying four-piece chicken minis, and they're going to split it next week. <laughs> well, that, that's more than I do for them. I mean, these guys have bags of food, and as soon as we walk in, they truck it out the door. You know, so I, I don't know about They're just the, bad people. They really sure. are. They really. I mean, it's just, you know, I question their character. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's their issue. We only got two hours for our issues, and we got some issues today. So, breakfast bowl's wrapped up. Tony's the champ. Congratulations, Tony Smith. Hey. hey. Sound of six hands clapping right there. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, whatever, loser. All right. Uh, so, Did uh, I really the, finish as a runner-up? Yeah. Yeah. You're oh. like 13 points out. <laughs> you yeah. could have won. But the listeners dropped down to fourth. Yeah, they were way That's down a shame. this week. Who came yeah. in last? Um, you. Yeah. Who bought breakfast the least? Me, probably. I have no idea. I, I might have. I did four or five times. I think I it think. might have been me. Five. Yeah, maybe. and we might have tied. I don't know. We're, that makes me the biggest winner as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go. so congrats. Thanks to all the listeners who played. We may have something for some of you who actually won your week. Um We'll we'll shelve that for today. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a lot of issues. I'm I, I'm quite honestly I'm about fed up with fantasy football this week. All right, Uh-oh. like like no, because you know the whole situation going on with Demar Hamlin, you know, right. it's made everything secondary. But I mean, let's not kid ourselves. There in some weeks are a lot of money on the line, and Monday was the culmination of the entire season, and these are massive players in this game. You know, so right. there there are all different ways. That leagues are handling it all around the country. Uh, some of them seem equitable; others don't. Uh, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just not not worth complaining about uh, in light of recent events. So, today's story time. 
Okay. <laughs> I got one. D Rock's got one for you. Um, do you? Oh, you sure you do from the from the story you were writing. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The story yeah, you yeah, told yeah, me yeah, earlier yeah. today, I thought yeah. was <clears throat> very much of interest to Jaguar fans, but we'll shelve that coming up. D Rock's only here with us until eleven twenty today. Uh who who are we speaking with today? Doug Peterson over at the uh yes, the stadium. Forty five, Dougie P talks today. Okay. Just today, not and Monday, right? Not yesterday. Didn't talk yesterday. Didn't talk yesterday. All right. Your ex's not happy about that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing him under the bus, throwing his dirty laundry out there because that's who I am. I'm about to throw myself under the bus in kind of a big way, but I, I meant things in the right perspective. Uh, if you saw my tweet last night about, hey, what would you do if you got an email from somebody who sent a picture? of a girl and said, hey, if I win those tickets, I'm going to bring this girl who I happen to kind of know who it is. I know who it is. But I don't know her personally, but I know who it is. See the photo. I'll, I'll bring her here from Pennsylvania. And I'm like, I, you know who the girl is. I know the, who the girl I know yeah. the girl from the <laughs> she's picture. She's interacted with the show. She, right. Okay. She, she's called the show. Her dad calls the show, puts yeah. her on the phone. He, he what? How old little, is this girl? She's a little girl, like she's six, girl. seven years old. Go Jaguars. Oh, like when oh, you hear that okay. Jaguars today. I wasn't Jaguars sure. Today. It's, it's, her, it's, it's his daughter. Yeah. Okay. It's his okay. daughter. Okay. So okay. she's yeah. like kind of okay. like the. I didn't know what was but going your, on. But okay. your, your head's going in the right direction for the story, right. D-Rock. Right. right. So in, in, <laughs> you know, in some ways, she's kind of like the mascot of the show, right? I yeah. mean, that in the best positive way. You know, you'll hear her, uh, you know, sometimes right at the end of the show when E.T. drops in a few sound bites, go Jaguars, right? Jaguars today. Jaguars today. Jaguars today. That's a. That's our girl, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. Go That's her. There we That's go. Lily, okay, right there, right. So I get a picture, and as I'm going, I'm literally I'm reading hundreds of emails from people trying to win tickets that were given away for the game on Saturday, and I'm scrolling through. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm clicking. I'm reading, looking at all the ones with pictures in particular because I said, hey, if you can include a picture to kind of prove that you're really a Jaguar fan, I don't want to give these away to some mayo eater or somebody who's just going to try to resell them. I want them to go to somebody who will actually use them and might not have otherwise gone. So, this email says, if I win the tickets, I will drive Lily and myself to the game from Pennsylvania. Like, wow, that's pretty dedicated, right? And I'm like, "Ah," for whatever reason, like I know I interact with this gentleman on Twitter I know he lives in the Northeast. I'm not sure if it's Pennsylvania. I'm thinking it's New York, but maybe, you know, it's they're very close, right? So, okay. So, let me confirm that this isn't just somebody who's gone on, knows that Lily's kind of a bit of a the mascot of the show, trying to tug at my heartstrings, right? So, I reach out, and my idiot self gets two Twitter handles of two Jaguar fans who both live in the Northeast confused. Oh, no. (laughs) No, so I reach out to the wrong one, okay? And I said, hey, somebody sent me a picture of your Lily trying to win tickets. Turns out, long story, I'll cut to the end here. He's got a cousin named Lily, right? So, you know, he's not quite, he's like, what's going on? That's weird. And I'm like, yeah, no, well, I just, do you know this gentleman and look I had known Lily's dad's first name didn't know the last name but it didn't click right at the moment right (laughs) so no no so I go I go do you know this man put the name in there never heard of him don't know who that is like well he said he was going to pick up your daughter and bring her to the game and I'm like we're not (laughs) somehow 
he's not getting the full picture that I think this is his the the father of the girl. Yeah. Right. And and it's never like I have a, an ongoing conversation on direct message about you know this is creepy <laughs> as hell, right? Don't you think this is creepy as hell? So you don't know who this guy is. So I so I write back to the guy. I said, hey, that's a great story. I just talked to her dad, and he doesn't know who you are. Should I call the FBI? Like, basically, like, are you threatening to kidnap her? Like, I was really, like, not thinking that you're really going to do anything. I think you're trying to pull a fast one, right, and get some tickets and the whole thing, <laughs> right? So I'm like, but I'm ticked off because this, I'm protective of this little girl, right? That's my only thought is that some creep out there is trying to exploit this little girl's photo to win Freaking tickets to a football game. The dumbest thing in the world, right? So I'm like asking Jaguar Twitter at like midnight last night. You know, basically, guy sent a picture of a kid who's not his. Should I turn him into the FBI? Didn't do it. Again, long story short, didn't do it. <laughs> All along, it was her dad that sent me the email. And I talked to him this morning because he, he wakes up and he's like, and even though I don't use her name and I don't put her picture out there or anything or his name, he's like, kind of doesn't take that much to put together that maybe I'm talking about. So, long story short, I've got uh, too late, right? The short story's SWAT already way too long. SWAT team was called. SWAT team was called. Um, I'm now responsible for manslaughter. No. <laughs> no authorities were called. So, you know, I reached out to the other, and I'm like, am I the, like, how did I not, in having a conversation with you, not know? And he goes, I don't, he goes, I thought I said something, but, you know, I do have a cousin named Willie, so I was kind of confused, and I'm like, I, I just, it, it blew my mind that we had this whole conversation, and it Ooh. never came out that, hey, I'm not <laughs> even, I don't know who that is either, never mind the other guy. And so, so I had a person picked out to give the tickets to, and I kind of had reached out to him, right? And I, I didn't say they're your tickets, but I, another person with, a daughter, right? A local Jaguar fan, love to bring her to her first game, blah, 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 and whatever. And this is the person I'm going to get the tickets to. So I'm like, you know what? You and Lily want to come to the game? <laughs> and uh, so I gave him the tickets. I bought another pair of tickets, and that other guy's going to get them too. All right? So because I'm, you know, big, it starts with dumb and ends with ass, okay? <laughs> That's apparently what I am. But I did it out of the goodness of my heart. I'm trying to look out for the little girl. And now she gets to go to the game, and she's all excited about it, you know. And uh, and I was on the phone. This sounds he, like a Law and Order episode. It does, right? <laughs> that's what people I were mean, saying. Like, like uh, what is your life, you know, Law and Order? What's going on? So, like, it, the whole thing is just a, an insane, insane. No one believes the suspect in Law and Order either. By the way, just FYI. Oh. So, <laughs> all right. So anyway, so Lily and Dad are going to the game. Okay, Ronald uh, is going to the game with his daughter. So last night, I call up my fairy godfather over at uh, Jaguar Central, who shall remain nameless because I asked, I said, do you want me to love to thank you publicly for this? Nah, don't, don't do that. So call my fairy godfather. I said, hey, you know, employees of the team, I know certain ones, I don't know if all of them do. Maybe if they don't, they sh- I shouldn't be saying this, but some Here we go. <laughs> get a pair of tickets to, to the game, and they also get... Club passes, which doesn't give you a club seat, but you can enter, go in the club, you know, get out of the elements, go in, you know, they have food options, whatever, whatever. So it's a little nice extra. It doesn't get you in the door. 
So I call him up and I said, hey, I know you've given those away in the past. I've seen them give them away. Give them to me to, to give to my wife once. And very nice. And are you going to use those? He goes, no. He goes, you want the tickets too? So, Yo. so <laughs> Lily and her, and, and her dad are sitting up in the nosebleeds. Ronald and his daughter are going to sit in the nosebleeds. But somebody's going to be sitting in section 205 Ooh. with a pair of club passes to go along with it. To come holler at me. And um, <laughs> I may have procured a parking pass as Ooh. well. That so, is worth its weight in gold That's right pretty there. good parking right there. Santa Mike is coming. I'm just saying. Uh, the, the 205s, uh, 400 bucks a piece. I didn't have to pay for them, you know. So thank you, Fairy Godfather. Appreciate you very much. Um, now wow. six people that otherwise would not be going will be going to scream their heads off for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The person who is uh, winning the club seats doesn't know that yet. Or they're not club again. They're not club seats, but they're two hundred fives. They're very good on the Jag side, right? Like a section over from the club, so you can just get up. Hey, you want to go and pop inside for a minute? Halftime, whatever. Boom, let's go. So there you go. My night. I'm, I'm glad day. you're not in custody right never now. Doing this again. <laughs> just never doing this again. I'm, why would I be in custody? I, I don't know, but I it mean, just sounded like I'm this glad was somebody gonna... else is not having at like, the door. I, I just saw like one tweet. Crazy. That, like, kidnapping an FBI, and then you're talking about a daughter and bringing a girl, and that's I'm like, whole, that's why. I, I don't know where this was going. Do you that's, understand? Like, that's why I thought. You know, at the beginning of the story, that it was going to be like, um, this guy's taking a girl. I didn't know. No, no, everything's good. Everything's on the up everything's and up. Everything's on the up and up. I'm an idiot, but I did it out of the looking out for this little girl. I, I really, You're a I good-hearted mean, idiot. Well, I mean, a good-hearted idiot, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm just stupid. But what can I tell you, you know? But uh, because of that, <laughs> now we have extra people that will be going to scream for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Appreciate everybody. But that's the problem with doing one of these is that – Everyone, 95% of the people who sent them in are deserving of, if I had tickets, I'd give them tickets, you know, and you can only pick one or in this case, several, uh, but <laughs> right. I mean, so that's just how it goes sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're beloved. It's amazing how much you're beloved, uh, as the, the tickets are, oh, yeah. are still in play <laughs> and most of them understand, you know, occasionally you start it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me, Good to know. It's only a pair or two pairs or even three pairs. There's a lot more than that number of people that want them. Right? Oh, my God. Like, Literally a couple gets, hundred emails. Yeah. And we only put it out there yesterday. Like, it was like a one-day thing. So, there you go. That was my day and evening and all that good stuff. How are you, D-Rock? Everything good? I'm great. I am not under investigation good, as far as you know. any law enforcement agency. Well, uh, I, I, so that's I good. called up Gene Fournette <laughs> and asked him a bunch of questions, and he could not verify who you were. <laughs> so there's a chance you get a rap at the door later on this afternoon. You know, I haven't sicked the, the feds on anybody. I'm, I'm very glad. I'm at the glad. stadium all day. I mean, if I'm well, getting arrested today, please go ahead and do it before I start these uh, all these extra stories that I got to do. So. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If I hadn't seen on Twitter this morning uh, her dad going, wait, are you, is this a joke? And I'm, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. It's, did I make a massive mistake here? And it's not, I'm like, wait, no, this is not a joke. Wait, what? Huh? And for a second, I thought, does he have two different tw- – is it the same guy with two different Twitter handles? I'm telling you, I've interacted with them both. But, you know, we interact with scores of people, right, on social media. And it's just ah, 
<laughs> Dang it. Example Some, number 743, why Twitter is bad. Somebody <sighs> called me this morning freaking out about that. I had no clue what was going on. Like, oh, my Everything's God, it's good. FBI. I'm it's like, all good. What are you talking about? No, it's all good. I appreciate it. And people were like, Jaguar Nation was ready to go go burn somebody out of their house. I mean, they were like, let's go. Pitchfork's ready. And uh, so, you know, we got your back. Jaguar parents. I, I have a, an FBI contact, <laughs> an absurd so level. Uh, I will, uh, I will make a phone call today to make sure that uh, you're on the up. I'm on, not on the watch list uh, of yeah, some Yeah, well, I'm kind. not going to give you, like, a heads up if you aren't because, you know, I value my own freedom, but huh. uh, mm. just uh, just for my own, you know, personal peace of mind. Well, so sorry to get anybody uh, a little riled up last night, but again, trying to do it because we're protective of our mascot. And Your heart was in the right place. It was. I mean, just think. So, anyway, that was that. You know, I, I look, I throw myself on the mercy of the court of public opinion. <laughs> I'm an idiot. What can I tell you? It is Jaguars Titans week, so we're excited about that. D-Rock's got a great Jaguars Titans story that I had never heard before, and uh, we'll share that coming up, right? Sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, we'll do that. Uh, I think you're really going to be – has nothing to do with the authorities of any kind? No, eh, not at, least at all. Legal authorities. Nobody that could arrest you, anybody. No, not at all. Like that. So, it is right. a wholesome story. Yeah, it's a good – kind of a good story. Um, the source is kind of slimy, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I did. That's okay. <clears throat> the you, source is a wonderful person. Oh, well, wow. Oh, uh, D-Rock did. Be, because the, well, be this, careful. Because this source took – I understand a lot of time out of their day to speak with. Right, they were. I understand. I'm just kind of just leaning into it a little bit right here. Sure, sure, sure. All right, the Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day: How big of an idiot is Mike on a scale (laughs) of one to ten? Sorry, the scale is too small. Uh, (laughs) Full on twelve. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, no. The actual question: Without knowing what happens in Week 18, we want you to give us grades for the following aspects of Jaguars football in 2022. General manager, head coach, offense, defense, special teams. I know it's asking a lot, but you can just – we know the order we asked them, so you can just put the, the letter grades or whatever you want to put in there or if you want to, you know, put a little GM dash this, whatever, you can do that if you choose to participate. Uh, you can hit us up today on Twitter, at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at ESPN DeRocco, and at IME2, the T. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Last place E over there, but he <laughs> Last place e. was eating good all <laughs> season long. All right. So um that's taken care of. 641-1010 on the phone lines and the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. I have some of that Jaguar audio rolling your way today. So if you want to be a part of the program, let's talk uh Jags and how they can beat these Tennessee Titans this week. We got a great uh Jaguar history lesson coming up from D-Rock. I'm excited about this. On the other side, this is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars Today on 1010XL. Hey, D-Rock just up and left the room, man. What's going on? Got story time going on today, Tony. (laughs) I know, yeah. Uh, You know, D-Rock's got a, a, a source he spoke with for a story. Uh, that was going to be written up for ESPN.com, and uh, I thought it was kind of an interesting story. But an, a nugget in the story is really what caught my attention, and we're going to share that with you in a minute. And uh, without knowing who the source is, Duval Doom <laughs> tweeted out, the source is a wonderful person beloved by all. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the, keep in mind, this is 
Duval Doom, your beloved Jaguar brother out there, describing this source as a wonderful person beloved by all. So the next time you have to question his judgment, here's some evidence. Uh, D-Rock, who's the source of this story that we're talking about? (laughs) It is the one, the only former Titans coach, Jeff Fisher. So Duval Doom just said that Jeff Fisher is a wonderful person beloved by all. What in the world, Doom? You had a follow-up to that, too. Well, I, I understand, but, I mean, yeah. you know, first impressions are kind of <laughs> what you go on in life. In in fairness to my guy, Doom, he and I had spoken for this story, same story that we're working on, and he told me a couple of stories that he had heard, which were really, really cool. Um, and I just think he assumed that that was going to be one of the stories. No. Um, You're but, what uh, got the story uh, uh, shelved, Doom. As a matter of fact, no, whatever, whatever, no, he is not. Whatever no, quotes you not. gave, the story's not coming out now, and uh, uh, you got it shelved. And your judgment no, is suspect. Is Delete your account. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. no. All right. Uh, so, so you talked to Jeff Fisher basically about the rivalry, right? The right. history between and, and, these franchises. And the comment, you know, the you know. Five, yeah, you know, we like five stadiums if you right. count all tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the thing that really started this rivalry uh, for Jaguars fans and, and just, you know, probably the most heartbreaking moment in franchise history. So you pitch so. the story. All right, write the story. You write the story. They change your mind. They're going to they want a different yeah, story. Yeah, I'm redoing the story. And that's yes. fine, right? And that's so fine. Di- different exactly. story. So. Right, so, but, but initially that was – the, the, the genesis, like, Fisher. hey, it's it's Titans hate week, kind of. Let's let's right. bring in the yeah. cur- the curse of right Jeff Fisher, the Titans, the whole you know how how much this game may be a bit of an exorcism for Jaguar fandom to some degree. You sure. know, if they're able to knock Tennessee out of the playoffs. So tell us the little nugget that Jeff Fisher told you while you're putting this story together, D Rock. Yeah, so he's talking about um, the 1995 draft. And we all know that uh, Carolina was one, Jacksonville was two, and the Titans, or excuse me, the Oilers then, I guess, were three. And, you know, the, the Panthers traded that pick to Cincinnati, and they take Kajana Carter. And then apparently um, when the Jaguars are on the clock, Coughlin, um, again, this is from Fisher, um, and this was on the record. I'm sure so, this yeah. is legit. Yeah. So he, he says Coughlin calls Floyd Reese and says, hey, I'm getting some calls from some other teams. They want to come up and get your guy. They want to come get the quarterback because I guess apparently was not a secret that they wanted to take McNair. The Titan or the Oilers did wanted to take Steve McNair. Right, it's the Houston Oilers at the right. time. So Coughlin's like, look, you give me a four, we'll flop spots. I'll drop to three, you, drop, you move to two, you take your guy. So Floyd Reese hangs up and he tells Jeff Fisher about it, and Fisher's like, he's bluffing. Don't, don't do it, he's bluffing. Well, Floyd Reese gets nervous a little bit because that's their guy. I mean, like the the plane apparently, the team plane apparently was in New York ready, waiting for uh, McNair to get on the plane after they take him and whisk him down to to Houston. Um, And uh, Fisher's adamant. He's bluffing. He's bluffing. Um, So Reese gets a little antsy. They call Coughlin back. They talk some more. And and Fisher's like, he's bluffing. He is bluffing. Um, They Talk some more, blah, blah, blah. Coughlin finally agrees. Okay, maybe I'll do it. We'll, we'll do it for a five. We'll do it for a five. He's trying to get anything. He's right, he's trying out. to get There's anything any out of it. Any free and, compensation. And um, Fisher's like, no, dude, don't do it. He's bluffing. I'm telling you, he's bluffing. He's not going to do that. They want Baselli. They're going to take Baselli right now. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. So that's what happens. Obviously, you know, Floyd Reese says, you know, go pound sand or whatever the heck you say to Coughlin when you tell him, no, I don't know, in those situ- scenarios. And, um, 
you know, they take Baselli and boom, they run up and they go take McNair. And uh, I was like, boy, that's a heck of a gamble on your part. Um, if you're wrong, um, everything's different. You might not even make it. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, it worked out. You know, you know but it's I interesting. Never heard that, I never heard that I, either. That, that no. they were that Coughlin was trying to finagle. You know, and, and why like, would you? Because it he failed, right? Like, why would that story ever come out from his end, right? I, how many people even know this, right? The people that were on the phone, and maybe a few people in each organization that were around at that point in time, right? Right. Now, this is what Jeff Fisher told me. We spoke the other I don't, day. I don't yeah. see why he would make that's yeah. an no, odd no, thing no, to no, make no, up. No, no, it was. And by the way, very pleasant man. Wonderful. Careful, quotes. Careful I mean, here. I mean, look, he was great about '99 and all that stuff, and and you know why he said what he said, um, you know, and uh, that's going to be in the story that's going to run tomorrow. Okay, I'm thinking, so I need to finish it. <laughs> That'd be good <laughs> at some point today. It um, does make you wonder how often teams think they haven't nailed what other teams are going to do in the draft, right? You want to know what the worst case scenario is? What if Fisher's playing the con, the smokescreen game, and they want Baselli all along? What if they did? Right. And then you never <laughs> would have known, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, the Jags might have played it off like, well, you know, we had two guys that we loved there, da 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 da. But right. I mean, and you got a fourth round pick to give up and you a got Hall a, of Fame, a Hall of Fame yeah. left tackle. We were in <laughs> position to get Tony Baselli. Yeah. <laughs> And we gave him up for a fourth-round pick that we spent on, you know. Boy, that would have jump-started that rivalry even more, huh? I think about it now. They stole Baselli from us. Can you I imagine mean, that? I wonder what, what the Jags would have done. Like, what, what? just in that scenario. No, like, yeah. Burnell hadn't played yet. Correct. So, McNair's your guy. Is it and, McNair or is it Kerry Collins? You know, maybe. But, I mean, McNair was the better pro, but... Kerry Collins was a fine player. I'm just saying as a prospect, though, yeah. they both were top five picks that yeah. year. So, I mean, I guess they're, they're reasonable that there could have been debate. Because yeah. McNair played at uh, at Alcorn State. Kerry Collins was Penn State. You know, so you talk sure. about level of competition. And back then, uh, you know, the mobility aspect of the quarterback wasn't seen as much as a plus as it is today. Right? It was like, okay, that's nice, but uh, they went to got to win that game from the pocket, man. But they went to Brunel. True. The mobility was a big uh, factor with that. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, I'm just talking about in the in the when you're evaluating a guy oh, coming sure. out. Kerry Collins was like the prototype in terms of the size, you know, big arm pocket quarterback type no guy. So could have gone that way. Could have taken Mike Mamula. Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> or by the way, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp in that draft. That first round. That wouldn't have been bad. We got a Hall of Famer, man. I'm happy. Kyle Brady? Like, could have taken Kyle Brady? <sighs> we got him. We, we got him later. Got him later. We reeled yeah. him in. Just took some time. Tyrone Wheatley. Um, no, let's not. I mean, didn't TC want Kajana Carter? Isn't that the story? I think yeah. that's he did like Kajana Carter, like Lawrence Phillips. He too. also liked Curtis Enos the year that he came <laughs> off the board ahead of Fred Taylor. Uh, and that was the story that he liked Enos better than Fred, as I recall it. Um I don't, I don't remember that. I don't part, know if the yeah. I've getting all the details right many years later, but once again, the Hall of Fame voters Declined to pass Fred Taylor along to the 15 yeah, finalist list. We it's, find it's out yesterday. Uh, I guess they figure we got one. Be happy, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I look at look. There are a lot of great players on that list. There really, there are. 
But Fred's waited longer than some of them and has just as sterling a resume as many of them on that list. I mean, we there are saw, a few guys I'd put in ahead of him, but that's the way it is. We saw the battle it took to get Baselli in, and I think it's going to be a similar kind of thing. I think a lot of us thought maybe that getting Baselli in would open the door for some of those other Jaguars, like Fred and possibly even Jimmy, but I don't know. If that's the case, I think it's going to be just as much of a battle to get Baselli in as it was, or just as much of a battle to get Fred in, and maybe even more that it was to get Baselli in. Maybe, you know, Which is let's, a shame. let's let's have that battle. Fred you know? was really, really good. Uh, like, Fred was exceptional. Really, really. Now good. again, you know, it's like with Tony. You know, and maybe people just say things that they think you want to hear too. But Tony Smith and I here went to many a Super Bowl media week radio row. And once Tony became eligible every year, we'd start asking, especially he became a finalist. You know, hey, what do you think about Pacelli's candidacy? You never heard anybody say either former Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame voters, oh, yeah, absolutely deserving. Well, what the hell's the problem? You know, yeah, and I, I think, get it. There are other guys that are deserving as well, but well, they I all say the same about Frank. It helped, yeah, I mean, and, and it helps, I thought, of Pacelli, obviously, when you have former Hall of Famers at the same position, like an Anthony Munoz saying yeah. this guy deserves. So I think Fred's case would be boosted if guys like LT or, um, you know, uh, Curtis Martin, mm-hmm. Emmett, you know, guys like that came out and said, you know, guys like a Frank Gore came out and said, hey, look, Fred deserves to be in. He's yeah, Jim just, Brown while he's yeah. still able to. Yeah. You know, who talked um, about him while he was playing and that kind of light as well. You know, it's I'm curious to see what, if anything, happens with the league finally putting, you know, the players in a position to vote on their own kind of all pro team. You know, this year, I don't know what that's going to look like or how that's going to work. You know, I don't know how much you can pay attention to everything that's going on in the league as a player while you're trying to get ready week to week necessarily, but you at least know what the in-house discussions are about the players across the league. I wonder if that eventually does turn into there's at least a player's voice in the room when it comes to the NFL Hall of Fame as opposed to just the writers, you know, like because I do think that needs to be heard in the room for more than just the person presenting them to the room. Heisman, you know? if you win the Heisman Trophy, you get a vote. Mm-hmm. Lifetime vote. Right. Yeah. So that's something that, you know. I mean, the thing with Tony, though, was so strange. Like, arguably the two greatest offensive linemen of all time, Anthony Munoz and John Hanna, right? Uh, they're in the conversation. Best tackle, best guard ever. Both said that Tony was the best that they ever saw. You know, taking themselves out of the conversation. Right, well, right. well, I mean, they, yeah. and they didn't even phrase it that way. Mm. So that Tony was literally the best that they ever saw. Jim Brown talked about Fred Taylor, not quite to that level, but that he was the best in the game at that time. You know, and I don't know who gets, you know, Jim Brown's still in that conversation for the best of all time himself. No so anyway, interesting story, D-Rock. Yeah. I like that. So uh, what else? What else are you writing at ESPN.com? If, um, yeah, if that's, that's coming the, out tomorrow. That's the big, yeah, that's the big story. You know, the Titans rivalry and stuff like that. Talk to uh, some fans uh, for this story. To one of my favorite fans. Um, one of your favorite? Is he a good guy or is he's he, a good dude? He's a good. Is dude. his he, judgment sound? He, he can be cranky on Twitter. Oh, he can at be. Times, from what I've heard, um, but a wonderful dude. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to. I. I been a while since there's been a game of this magnitude here certainly um looking forward to it excited about it it's been a while since I've felt like this in terms of covering a game I mean you obviously cover the games and you do your job and it's all that wonderful but 
a game with implications and the magnitude of this game. It's been a while since the Jags have played in it and since I've had a chance to cover it. So from a selfish standpoint, I'm excited about it. Right. The, you know, the early season game against uh, the Patriots in 2018. Yes, probably was, the last time. Right. But it's still that the implications. What implications? There were As no it turned implications. Out. As yeah. it turned out, there were none. You, right. At the time, they thought they won the Super Bowl. Uh, some of the players did, but uh, not quite the same. Uh, Exercise the demons. And again, yeah, that's the thing. This one, it will be a step in the right direction. This does not completely, in my no, opinion, but it make might up be, for everything. Depending on how you win it, it might be the signal or the sign or the moment where the balance of power in the AFC South shifts. Oh, I hope so. I mean, if, if well, they, I hope the previous game was right, well, like, and yes, that this is more of a confirmation. Yes of that. and no. Um, you know, that I'm talking was, about the previous one against the Titans. Right, right. Yes, I mean, be, but they haven't swept the Titans since 05. Understood. You know, I think if you do it this year and you knock them out of the playoffs, that sends a signal to the rest of the division that, hey, the title runs through Jacksonville now. All right. Uh, just got this in and uh, appreciate uh, Teresa on Twitter passing it along from the Buffalo Bills eight minutes ago, tweeting out, per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. Oh, just that's phenomenal. Awesome. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. So, um, not saying he's out of the woods. if He's still critically ill, but uh, neurological function is intact is huge because Right. You know, you didn't know how long how long was his brain deprived of oxygen, if it was, you know, before that instant they could begin CPR, and then obviously they had to uh, use the defibrillator on him as well to shock I, him. I didn't know that he had lung damage, and I'm not sure how I, that happened. I think it's the oxygen. Now, I'm not a doc, but I, yeah, I don't I, know. Yeah. I had a friend pass away last summer, mm -hmm. right? A high school friend of mine, which really brings your mortality into view, right? So, um, he had complications from COVID, had a stroke. They found him lying in his house. He was breathing, but they unresponsive, took him to the hospital, and for a while, like DeMar Hamlin, was on 100% oxygen. And then that it's not good for you, right? right. Like, okay. it, it's necessary, but you can't sustain that for very long. And then, um, you know, they, they eventually got him down to 25 and it just, his body, it couldn't handle it on its own. So they had to jump it back up and they reached a point where they said, you know, even if he survives here, uh, it's, it's going to be on life support kind of situation. So, um, uh, you know, sound, this sounds very positive for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, absolutely. So That's awesome. Great news. And, uh, you know, hopefully the NFL Community at large can let out a kind of a collective sigh of relief on that, uh, although not out of the woods yet, trending in a good direction. All right, we'll come back. Uh, more on the Jags and the Titans coming your way. If you want to get in, 641-1010. If you want to question Duval Doom's judgment, uh, that's certainly valid <laughs> right now. But let's keep that to social media for now. Like, uh, let him know just what the heck is going on with this guy. All right, Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, D-Rock, and E.T. This is Jaguars Today. On 1010XL 92.5 FM. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. All right, uh, we continue along here on Jaguars today. Um, did I mention it on the air yesterday, Tony, about the kaleidoscope? I don't know if I did or not. 
I told I you remember, about it. Yeah. I, 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 to be honest, I watch on Netflix The Rock's Good Show. That's I like to pass along, you know, good binge-worthy shows from time to time. And uh, it's, you know, the, the gimmick is that, like, the first eight episodes you can watch in any order. And they appear in different periods of times. It's a heist series, right? And the last episode is the actual day of the heist. Even though you'll have watched two episodes that take place after the heist, you're still trying to answer the questions of what went down that day, right? So I, I loved it. Thought it was fantastic. Uh, so just recommend it to people if you like a good uh, flick on Netflix, something to binge watch. It's like eight hours, the whole thing in its entirety, like 45-minute episodes. And so I go on yesterday. I like to read reviews after I watch a series. Just to, they, uh, people talk about the little nuances. Hey, and you, you missed little, little things that they put mm-hmm. in there. And I would say like two-thirds of the people commenting are like, this is the most boring show I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, or, you know, this, this, this was stupid. Or what? I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, I loved it. So, you know, it goes right along with the theme today. Mike Dempsey, <laughs> not bright. There you have it. All right, Trevor Lawrence is bright. How did Trevor Lawrence sound to you yesterday, D Rock? Um, matter of fact. Yeah. Just like, I get the f- sense from those guys in the locker room and from what Trevor said, like, they're excited to be here. Yes, in this position. But they've expected to be here for a while. Like they, Trevor's talking about, hey, you know, Doug told us several weeks ago, hey, I got a crystal ball. It says it's all going to come down to, to week 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just like, okay, well, this is what we thought was going to happen. So now we're here. We might as well just take care of business and win this game and, and move on. Like we expect to be here. Even when we stunk in October, we expected we would be here. And here we are, you know. So, hey, let's go win this game and move on like no like lucky to be here sure. type of thing no just like yeah even though let's be honest if the titans go 500 in right that, i mean it's th- out of your control it's completely out of your control right. so they are lucky in a way to be here correct but from their standpoint it was like well we all knew it was going to end up like this so here we are right the titans could have won what one more game maybe what are they <clears throat> seven wins right now yeah right jack if they eight. win two so if they had won two the jacks could have still caught them and it would have had the head-to-head sweep right mm-hmm. so but you're right if they don't go on an epic fail losing streak losing streak yeah Yeah, then then you don't get the opportunity maybe they felt like this team would be playing good football would be you know challenging for a winning record but you can't know what the other squad's going to do especially because you know they started off rough remember the daniel jones went for the two-point conversion first game of the year yep to beat them on the final play of the game giants gamble right we're gonna lose you don't make it you lose didn't play for overtime and beat the titans and you know, I, I'm sure we said watching it as we sit there because we comment on everything that goes on. Like that could be, who knows? That could come back to be. <laughs> they all come back around, you. right? Like that's the way that it works in the NFL. It's if the Jags had swept the Texans, what they they are certainly capable of having done this year. This game wouldn't mean anything for the division. It'd be done. Right. If everything else played out the We'd same way. We'd be talking way. about does Trevor even play? Which guys rest? Or can they get to the three seed? You know, like there would be a different discussion being had. True. You know, in the AFC playoff picture, but the division would have been decided when they beat Houston last week. They already would have started construction on the Doug Peterson statue up they from may the stadium. Have already. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to a few thoughts from Trevor Lawrence here. While we've got time on this side, D Rock's only with us for another thirty minutes, and then he's going to head over to cover the Doug Peterson press conference today. And you can uh, read what D Rock has to say about that over at ESPN.com, and of course on Twitter at ESPN Duraco. Here's uh, Trevor Lawrence on the Titans' expected 
that they will make adjustments, obviously, from their first matchup game plan. The second time you play them, usually there's some adjustments they're saying. So, you know, you go off of you go off of the tape that you have and, and kind of what you put together and what you think is a good plan. And you make adjustments as the game goes on. You know, I, I would think that they're a team that's really, really good at stopping the run anyways without loading the box. They have a really good front seven. So, you know, that's something where I don't know exactly what they're going to do. It's hard to say. So we'll just have to see, um, see what they do and adjust. But definitely got a challenge for us. I know they'll have some guys back and some other guys in there. So we'll just have to see who suits up on Sunday. And um, no matter who it is, we just have to execute on our end. That's the biggest thing. Um, but, yeah. Trevor Lawrence obviously played in a bunch of big games during his college career at Clemson. His rookie season, not so much as far as the big <laughs> spotlight. But he's back to it this year here the last four or five weeks, but especially this week, obviously, coming up against the Titans. And he was asked about how it feels to be back to playing those kind of big games like he got used to playing when he was at Clemson. Yeah, it feels good. You know, it feels good knowing, you know, what we had to do to get here. But also, job's not finished. You know, we have we have, we have have to win this game to get in. And then moving forward, we kind of we get what we earn every week. So, you know, we're embracing that. I think that's kind of how it's been for us. Like I said before, it's been like that for us for the past month, really. So... The teams responded well to that, and you know I'm proud of the situation we put ourselves in. It's, it wasn't easy to get in this spot, especially the way we started the season, um, and, and here we are with an opportunity to win the division. And this is the only game that matters right now, and we we we're just putting everything we have into to score one more point than them. That's all that matters is winning the game. So um, that's what we're that's what we're focusing on. And like you said, it, I mean it feels good to be in a big time game like this. Just you know, the city has a lot of energy and everybody's excited. So, you know, we're, we're excited for that. But at the end of the day, it's uh, you can't make it bigger than it is. We still got to go out there and execute and, and play well. Oh, how nice will it be to watch other teams struggle to get in if you're able to win on Saturday? Just put your feet up and relax on Sunday and wait to see what the playoff matchups are when they get announced on Sunday night, you know? and uh, Yeah, if you're a Jags player, you can go hit the golf course. Do, do whatever. What you, want. Player, you don't have to fan, watch. Whatever. Yeah, you don't have to watch. You can just have a, a victory Sunday. Uh, this time around. Uh, and to your point earlier, Trevor Lawrence, uh, D-Rock, talking about what a tight group they've had and that they've been able to keep their focus all year long. The way this group has, has gotten tighter and tighter, regardless of the circumstances, you know, whether it's adversity or, or winning, whatever it is, I think just the way we've gotten closer and closer and really have kept the, our focus the whole season has been impressive. And just, you know, it's, it's somewhere where, I think everyone can say they love coming to work every day, love being around each other. The coaches, you know, Coach McCoy, Doug, Press, just everybody, you know, we love being around each other. We're appreciative of each other. And I think that's something that we recognize too and, and all the work that goes into it. And it's nice to see some some benefits from it and to be in the position we are um, this week. But um, yeah, it's a really fun group and it's just been fun to get to work with them every day. October was obviously rough for this football team, and it would have been pretty easy and understandable if they have lost some focus during that time. But instead, they didn't panic, as Trevor Lawrence said it yesterday, and they got over that losing streak in October. You know, I always thought this group was was really, really good, just obviously like on the field talent-wise, but also just the way we work, the way just how resilient everyone is. And that was really tested earlier in the year, you know, after that – after those those games without a win, whatever five five game losing streak, and nobody nobody panicked, nobody pointed to the finger, and I think that's something where, and we talked about it too after you know three probably three or four of those games, just this is where a lot of teams start to divide and you start pointing the finger and people start looking for ways out, and we never did that, you know we knew how close we were. You look at all those games, one score games, um, and really just a lot of them, 
it was our own mistakes where we gave away the game. So we knew how close we were and that that rock would eventually break, and it, and it did. And I think that's a testament to just the consistency and the work we put in. It doesn't always show right away, but eventually it will. So, yeah, I think you're, think you're right. Keep hammering rocks. Keep chopping wood. I was going to say much better than keep chopping wood. <laughs> yeah. I think, well. Although the sledgehammer to the thigh would probably not probably be good hurt, either. Hurt as well, but uh, <laughs> the axe is definitely going to leave a mark. The all right. Axe. So, uh, aye, 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 aye. All right. D Rock's going to stick around with us for just a little bit more. Uh, we'll come back. We'll hear a couple more thoughts from Trevor Lawrence on the impact Doug Peterson has had on this football team. We'll uh, D Rock give you his grades. Today's Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day asking you regardless of what happens in week 18 through the first. 16 games of this season and countering, counting in all the offseason and everything. Uh, give us a grade for the performance of the general manager, head coach, offense, defense, and special teams for the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. All Jags, all NFL. Jaguars Today on 1010XL. D-Rock, what's up, man? I miss those all the time. Uh, Just try to throw a paper towel in the uh, the trash. And I banked it off the wall. And miss it bounced Badley. like seven feet. Yeah, Miss Badley. We got really springy walls in here. You know, that's you never Mike, know. That's it's, it's a padded cell. There we go. Some say, <laughs> <laughs> and very appropriate for me. That's just the way it goes. Um, all right, so um, I've come to learn in the last twenty-ish hours that uh, the Frangie Show. Tomorrow, we'll be holding a kickoff pep rally of sorts with their show out at String Sports Brewery, 1850 North Main Street, right? So the franchise show goes from 3 to 6 o'clock. That's tomorrow, okay, Friday. So, you know, get your weekend started early. Uh, there'll be T-shirts for the first 100 listeners that show up. Now, I don't know how you know if they're a listener. Some people randomly walk in, what are you all giving away? Right. You don't know, you don't get one, okay? <laughs> uh, but anyway, T-shirts to the first 100 listeners that show. Uh, the Roar, Jaguars cheerleaders, will be in attendance. Uh, other Jaguars special guests will be in attendance and on the phone. Don't know who those are at the point. Oh, they're also giving away club seats. Hey. Oh, how about that? For Saturday's game. There we go. I hear Frank will match, is pledging to match anyone shot for shot, I think. Oh. Is that what I, that's what I, I think heard? Is free, that free throws? No, no. I no, think, shots. Uh, you know, shots for shots. I think he'll do fireball shots you, with I, you. I think you I misheard, think, uh, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> only, possible. Only thing is stringers only serves beer. And uh, oh, is it only? <laughs> yeah, they don't have liquor. All right. Oh, no, well, way no to liquor ruin and strings. my bit there, E. Thanks. <laughs> well, you know. I don't know. Private stock. You can see always those, bring your private stage. See those Jaguar whiskeys that have been going around? People yeah, tweeting out pictures that. of those? Yeah. Um, we had I saw some 1010XL whiskey. Did you see that? Like around Christmas time? Yeah. That was I think that was going out to uh like uh, advertisers and, and clients mm-hmm. of the station and stuff like that. I have no idea what's in that bottle. You didn't even get any 1010XL whiskey? If it doesn't say crown. And a royal on the front. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, I don't need not it. Drinking it. Like, that's fine. Give it to somebody Did else. they distill it in the building? That's yeah. what I want to know. Don't know. Maybe. I'll say this, honestly. <laughs> it might be on that. <laughs> if I drink liquor, it's Crown Royal, and that's really it, right? At this stage of my life. That's what I like, right? It's just sure, so sure. whatever. Um, and people know that, or some people do, and I've, over time, been gifted a bottle here or there. I don't know. I might have three, four unopened bottles at the house. I just don't drink that much, man. That's okay. I go to yeah. the Coughlin Wine Tasting Gala. I get my wine on, and uh, that's about it. 
You know, you had uh, by the way the peanut butter whiskey. Nope. Holy Can't cow, say that that's good. Yep. Oh, that is yep. good. <laughs> He's like, Woo! yep. Had the jelly, had the jam, had the <laughs> peanut butter, had them all, man. Whatever. Uh, so, what's the story with that? Just tastes like peanut butter. It legitimately tastes like 100% peanut butter. Really? I thought there's no you way this is going to taste any taste alcohol in there. Uh, it's got a little kick. Oh, but, does? Yeah, okay. but I mean, it tastes like peanut butter. It's okay. fun. I thought there's. You know, everyone's like, oh, it's blue raspberry or sour apple. It doesn't really – this really tastes like peanut butter. It's fantastic. All right. There you go. If you can't handle real whiskey, get the peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> That's fine. You know, you do you. Uh, look, uh, I don't drink mine straight, so you do you. Uh, how about that hen? E.T., that's still hitting all right? That hen hitting. Will there be any Hennessy in your uh, weekend plans? <laughs> it will be. <there>, dude. <laughs> You're going to the slab this Pace weekend, yourself, right? E. My yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to the slab. I, I found something else, something called Revente. I, I, I like that, too. So it's going to be both of those definitely with me when I go to the all slab. All right. E.T. How many spots are you hitting Sunday? What's your plan? Or Saturday night? What's your plan? So I do this thing where I go to everybody's tailgates, you know, just creating content for the station. So right now I got about eight of them that I have planned that I'm hitting. Do we have an intern assigned to make sure E gets there and gets home? Uh, okay? Or? Man, all of Jacksonville is E.T.'s intern, okay? E.T.'s like, yo, man, come on, somebody. They're like, oh, my yeah. man, E.T.'s here. Yeah, I think that's it's going to be that type well, of thing. E.T. had 50 rides home if he wants. Okay. He'll be just fine. I was just looking out for our guy, man. Just hey. want to make sure he's good. E.T. is uh, – the whole city of Jacksonville looks out for E.T. Like what time are you getting down them. there? Um, Gates open at – well, I think I'm probably pull up around like 3.34. I don't yeah. want to be down there too early. Yeah. yeah they're, they're opening those tailgate gates at 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock on right? Saturday. Yeah. Hey, look, man. Some people ain't making it to the game. Get, probably not, but the ones who do, fire. Get in early. By the way, they're, they're giving out the uh, rally towels to the first oh. 60,000, I think they saw, which is just about capacity. So get in there. Are they teal? I don't know if they're teal, but it was. It, I think they say it was always the Jags. Okay. Yeah. I right, get your rally towel. Yeah. Uh, get your But uh, get your T-shirt, too, from yeah. uh, the franchise they're show tomorrow. They're treating it like a playoff game, and they should. This is awesome. Absolutely, <laughs> right? So again, it yeah, is you, a playoff yeah. game. Show up tomorrow at String Sports Brewery for the Frangie Show, and you got a chance to win club seats. That's all I know. And if you're one of the first hundred to go, you're also going to get a, a T-shirt. Uh, so there you have it. And, uh, you know, special guests in attendance, big pep rally atmosphere, going to be crazy. <laughs> we, you know, we bring this up periodically. Um, five years ago, when the Jags were making the run through the playoffs and they're getting ready to play the Patriots, we just simply made up shirts – that had they're like black and white with a little ten ten logo that just said Patriots suck. Mm -hmm. That's all they said. People were like bribing, like, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you. I'm like, bro, we're giving these away. We got like we and we truly had like a hundred of them, Tony. I think mm -hmm. at the time too, we we're doing a remote at where was it at the, the pizza place, right? The Chicago Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Over on Southside, and um, it was like just. You could the, have made some money is what you're telling. Uh, just unbelievable what people will, will give you for selected things. You you should have seen what people were bribing me with to give them these tickets. It's like you could – what you're offering is more valuable than the cost of the tickets. You know, like just go buy yourself a pair of tickets, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you're bribing me something sufficient, I knew you could afford the tickets yourself. That uh, didn't work out for you on that <laughs> one, but that's the way it goes. The Chicago Pizza was also the site of one of our – most classic draft party moments in history. And we had a few over the years before everyone had internet on their phone, right? You could do the draft party. Yeah. And one of the first pieces of station gear that we ever got were these um, kind of like those mesh 
football jerseys, right? Ten, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a 10, 10 XL black football jersey with our names on the back. And at the time, someone at the station was dating a young lady, and she was wearing that jersey to, you know, kind of like you wear your, your boyfriend's letter jacket, I guess, in high school or something like that, or right, something like that. So somebody comes up to me seeing this, this young lady in the shirt, and this guy is wasted. I didn't think quickly enough. He goes, man, all this time, I thought a hacker was a dude. <laughs> and <laughs> it was one of the greatest li- – and, and I, had I been smart – and I was like, oh, no, that's his girlfriend. I'm like, damn it. Damn it, I could have created a legend right there on the spot. It was one of the best moments of my life. No, it was, it was a great time. I thought Hacker was a dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh it was my so, gosh. so damn funny. Poor Hack. I, no, I mean, like, you're, like you show up and everyone's wearing, or a lot of us are wearing our jerseys. So, so it was Hacker's girlfriend at the yes, time? Yes, it was Hacker's yeah. girlfriend. It said and she's Hacker wearing, on the it back. It said Hacker on the back, right? I mean, that's his nickname, so it makes sense. And then she happened to be wearing his jersey. And dude was just like. That was, that was just amazing. And you should have been like, I so did we. Sh- oh. <laughs> you know, I, I just wasn't at all quick enough. I was like, no, nah, man, that's his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, you dummy, you dummy, you well, you're dummy. Not, I mean, when something hits you out of the blue like that, sometimes it, it was, you're not, your mind is not right in the spot to I was make not the prepared. comeback. Yeah. All right, D-Rock, you're going to get out of here shortly. We're going to cut yes. you loose so you can go check uh, in. Don't call check me in. shortly. Uh, on uh, Doug Peterson. I thought D-Rock was taller. Uh, <laughs> no one's ever said that. Give us, let's go through your grades for the Jags, uh, starting with general manager. For 2022, not knowing how the season ends. The season's not over. We don't know what's going to happen Saturday. But to this point in time, for 2022, what what kind of grade do you give Trent Baalke? Uh B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Uh, okay. Yes, because I think uh, phenomenal job on offense there. Um uh, the Trayvon Walker hasn't been as impactful as I guess they would hope. That's the only thing that's keeping it from being an A for me. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I, great job on Zay, Kirk, and, and, and Ingram without question. All right, Doug Peterson, head coach. Uh, a plus. A plus, man. Who's not giving Doug a, at least an A, right? At least right. An, an A. And, you know, A plus, that's up to you. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen A with a string of pluses yes. uh, in some of our responses today. So, um Hard to argue. We're going to hear from uh, Trevor Lawrence coming up in the next segment. Some of his thoughts on Doug Peterson really holding this team together and what he has meant for this team. So what about the offense? And now I'm talking about the collective offense, how they performed this year. Um, overall, mm-hmm. uh, B+. Plus. B+. Plus, okay. Because it has been much better the second half when Trevor took off but we obviously cannot discount the first half. Red zone struggles, right. turnovers, what happened. Yeah, and they still turn the ball. I mean, Trevor's fumbled 11 times, ETN's. Has he fumbled that many times? Yes, hasn't lost 11, but he's fumbled 11. Yeah. ETN has um, a ball security issue there as well. They've had a lot of drops. I think they're in top five in the league in drops. So I would, yeah. But the way they've played the last month, month and a half, and the way Trevor's played the last month and a half, yeah, he'd be plus. All right, defense. Um, C, C minus, um, like they've given up three points in each of the last two games, but bad struggling offenses, right? I get get it, but they still, Zach Wilson, they treated them like they should Davis Mills, I get you, you know, Jeff Driscoll, um, yeah, the pass rush hasn't been consistent enough, um, the, it took too long for them to come to the correct decision to move Darius Williams back outside where he's mm-hmm. at his best um, instead of inside. Um, 
still not sure about um, the the Devin Lloyd. I ha- where where's the improvement been in the linebackers with Lloyd and Muma? Um, and that was a big issue early with Lloyd. So I mean, I I you know they've had good games and good moments for okay. sure. Um, in the last two weeks, they do deserve credit for for they've forced what nine turnovers in the last four games. So that's important too. So I would just say, you know, C C plus. All right, finally. There. Uh, you were CC minus a moment C, ago. Well, what did I say? C, C, we'll go C. We'll go C, yeah. yeah. We'll average it out. Uh, and then finally, special teams. Special teams, I think he's been pretty close to an A. Um, Logan Cook's been one of the best punters in the league. Oh, now someone else is turning the AC down. I love it. Um, <laughs> Freaking broiler in here today. It is. Um, yeah, Logan Cook's been one of the best punters in the league. Ag had a return for a touchdown. They got wiped out. Um, but, uh, you know, their coverage has been pretty good, and, and Patterson's been good. So I'd give them, a, a, you know, a B. All right. Um, what do you see? You got a prediction for Saturday? Yeah, I think I predicted them to win, what was it in the paper? It might have been like 28-14, something like that. I think they'll cover. I think it'll be a double-digit win. Double-digit win. Yes. Says D-Rock. Hmm? Love it. Yep. Then boom. Then we'll see what happens the week after. That'll yes, we will. Uh, we'll see who's coming to visit. Yeah, find that out on Sunday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? overwhelmingly likely it's the Chargers or the Ravens, right? Yeah, pretty That's much. Basically, yeah. where it's at. So, uh, in fact, if Cincinnati and Buffalo's game doesn't get made up, it can't be Cincinnati, right? They'll, that will clinch the, clinch division the division for them yeah. uh, if they go on winning percentage. So. Uh, that'd be out the door. All right, uh, just like D-Rock's getting ready to be. Uh, you can find Mike DiRocco at ESPN DiRocco and, of course, in the digital pages of ESPN.com. Here with us every Thursday, our 2022 Breakfast Bowl runner-up. Mike DiRocco, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is out the door. We'll come back. Tony's going to take you around the National Football League. We'll have more from Trevor Lawrence, and we'll give you our thoughts as well on today's question of the day, grading the Jacksonville Jaguars without yet knowing how Saturday finishes up. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. All right, got this question. This is kind of taking a huge back burner this week with the whole fallout for fantasy football because of the postponement. Likely cancellation, it appears. It's headed towards for Cincinnati Buffalo. But we're getting good news on DeMar Hamlin today. He actually uh, reportedly opened his eyes last night. Mm-hmm. His He is, quote, neurologically intact, which is awesome. His lungs are improving. So things are heading in a good direction, right? So eventually the world's going to continue to spin and, you know, football will go on and, and we're not going to forget what happened and hopefully he's going to be fine. But, you know, they're, 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 in a lot of leagues, there's a lot of money on the line. That's not the case with our Jaguars today leagues. But oh, what we yeah. do is we um, we invite winners back for next year if you win any of the leagues. Here's what I'm doing. I've just decided this, all right? And, and I've, I've debated this, and I've talked to a lot of people in the fantasy industry about how to best handle these situations. And there, there's no perfect one. You know, do you cut the scores off where they were? Do you whatever, whatever, whatever. So, you know, ESPN – it's tweeting out, hey, congratulations, because scores are final. You won the league. That, that's not necessarily the case. So what I've elected to do uh, is to count if you had a player going in that game 
and it doesn't look like it's going to make get made up, we're going to count that player's points from this week if they happen to play, right? They they may not play. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you know, at some point, it's just kind of you got to take what you get, right? So, uh, for instance, uh, Brandon, one of our participants in League One, has like an eleven and a half point lead on ET. ET's got Dawson Knox. If Dawson Knox plays, we'll count Dawson Knox's points, right? Tony, you're in one. I think you're up pretty big in I'm yours. Up, I'm up eight points, but I have. Um, Josh Allen and Tyler Higby were my two players. They had Gabe Davis and Tyler Bass. Tyler Higby? Oh, sorry. Uh, Ty- um, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Know, okay. Right. So, I mean, we'll we'll keep T. H. in my head. But but here here bottom line, and Et's up in in a second when Et was in two championship games. He's got a couple players. His opponent's got players. So, in terms of the bragging rights of who won the league, it'll come down to. Whatever happens. What happens in week 18. Yep. In terms of who gets invited to play, all of you are getting invited to play. If you made the championship game, that's just the easiest way to do it. I'm not trying – you know, we're not trying to get you on a technicality. You know, we're trying to – it's fun. We've played out the season. Let's finish it out. It's a fun league. It's not the most important thing in the world, right? But if you did make it to one of the Jaguars today championship games – the three of you will get invited. I don't have all your names right in front of yeah, me we'll right now. We'll see you now. next year. We'll yeah. see you next year, and congratulations for getting this far. And, we're just, you know, that doesn't mean you're the official champion. We'll, you know, the bragging rights will come with however the scores play out this week, but you will get an invite regardless for it. So there's that. All right, let's get a couple of thoughts more here from Trevor Lawrence, and Tony's going to take you around the National Football League. Uh, and we mentioned he talked a lot about the influence – of Doug Peterson and Trevor just said, you know, right now just everyone is just aligned with the vision of the head coach. It starts from the top down, you know. If you're not aligned with with what your leader's saying, uh, it's kind of hard to it's hard to go somewhere. It's hard to go far, especially. So um, the leadership that he's brought and just the consistency. I've said that before. Just he's the same person every day, whether we won or lost. We we lost five in a row. We've won however many in a row. He's the same way every day, and I think that's something that we've all rallied behind and we've kind of adopted that as players. You know, we're just, just go put the work in, trust your process, um, show up, play on Sunday, and, and that's all you can do. And, and that's what we've done every week and got ourselves in a good position. What effect, if any, Trevor Lawrence was asked, has Doug Peterson being a Super Bowl winning coach, has that made it easier for them to buy in when he's trying to get things pushed back in the right direction, especially during that run there in the middle of the season to get them back on track? We all really respect that, and I think that's something that that's obviously something that is is easy to respect as someone that's won a Super Bowl, especially recently, won one as a as a coach and as a player. So you respect that. You know he knows how to do it. He's been there before, but also you know he never he never like assumed anything about that. He earned the respect from us by the way he came in every day, was consistent. You know he really started from the ground up. You know he didn't come in talking about his Super Bowl. You know that's not how he addressed us and how he started off that relationship. He came in talking about, you know, what our culture was going to be, what we needed to do to get to where we want to be, all those things, and um, just took it step by step. And obviously, everyone knows he's won a Super Bowl. He doesn't really have to, it's, you know, he doesn't have to say it. So I think that's something, you know, you don't really have to say when you've done something like that. Everyone knows it and respects it. And that's not really something that he's used at time. But, you know, he has said, you know, some, some similarities of like what great teams have, because he's been on some great teams. So, he talks about a lot of that, but um, he's done a great job. Tony, you go back to um, canceling veteran minicamp, right? Set at the time. Look, I, I, coaches always talk about, oh, you don't have enough practice time. You don't have enough practice time. Then they go and cancel minicamps. You know? mm-hmm. And it's like, which is it? 
You don't have enough time, and you're giving time away. I said at the time, you know what? Just got to trust the Super Bowl winning coach. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, if it, it, the Jags were 2-14 and 14 right now, we'd be going we're looking for a lot of excuses, right, and, and reasons why, sure. and uh, looking to cast blame. But said at the time, you know, and Doug Peterson's got the resume. Why wouldn't you trust him? He knows how to put together and prepare a winning football team. Got to trust him. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence and company, why wouldn't they feel the same way, right? No Especially yeah. after the catastrophe of last year. You know, your your college championships mean nothing at this level. Uh, Doug Peterson's Lombardi Trophy is swinging with a lot of weight. All right, uh, Tony Smith ready to take you around the National Football League. Now, Gems Around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray had a successful surgery to repair his ACL and meniscus. The Cardinals have ruled out wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins for their season finale due to a knee injury that kept him out last week. And quarterback David Blau will start again for the Cardinals this week. Chicago has ruled out quarterback Justin Fields for their Week 18 game after an MRI revealed he had a hip strain. Dallas has released wide receiver James Washington, who appeared in just two games this season. He is now on waivers. Kansas City has activated wide receiver Mecole Hardman from their injured reserve list. Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. Head coach Nick Sirianni, when asked about Foles playing this week, said, quote, we don't have to decide anything yet, end quote. Washington head coach Ron Rivera announced yesterday that Sam Howell will get the start at quarterback for the commanders this week. Howell was selected in the fifth round of this year's NFL draft. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, I don't know if you saw me retweet yesterday uh, the picture from Grumpy. That's uh, his self-proclaimed name, Jags no. Cromudgeon or Jag Cromudgeon. Uh, somebody had, like, one of those little mini school buses, you know, one of the short school buses. Sure. Um, you know what I'm saying here? Uh, all painted up in Titans colors. And Grumpy sent me a picture of him and his two sons making sure that it was getting enough liquid refreshment, hmm. let's just say. Okay. Um, peeing all over that thing. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Going full Duval on it, E.T., is what they were doing. Full Duval. Careful out at the slab, E.T. I don't know what happens out there Man, on game day. Man, I'm about day. to turn that slab upside down. I'm not sure what bodily fluids may be involved out at the slab, man. So you be careful out there. Yeah, Do you need right. a bodyguard? Do you need protection out there? <laughs> I might have to bring my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> need to bring somebody out there for you, man. I don't know what goes down there. I'm work, that, That's work day for your boys. So I don't get to go out and hang out with the crew. I may not be welcome out there. I'm going to be working. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will. You'll be working that elbow. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Uh, let's get one more here from uh, Trevor Lawrence and – you know, a, a bit of a forgotten man, Tony, is Marvin Jones Jr., right? I mean, somewhat. I mean, last year, he was like the guy, right? This year, you bring in Christian Kirk, and you're like, ah, Zay Jones, what's he got? Well, Zay Jones turned out to be, you know, pretty prominent mm-hmm. in this offense. Evan Ingram as well. Uh, but Marvin Jones showed up again this week as the leading receiver, did it against the Texans both games this year. Trevor Lawrence was asked about his relationship with Marvin Jones. We're really close, obviously, spending two years together now and just – have a lot of experiences from last season too to draw from that are like we just we got close you know we sat by each other on the plane from a plane ride home on all those away games last year and we're not I sit by CJ this year but um, so and we had a lot of conversations and just talking to him a guy with that much experience that's played that much football seen a lot of things um, it's kind of invaluable just all the, the things that you can learn from him and then just the 
the experience too for the receiver room now. You have some younger guys, and then you bring in Christian and Zay and, and all those guys and, and how they work together and communicate and talk. And he's a guy that's just um, that I've always trusted, you know, especially on the field and, and off the field, obviously, too. But just a guy that I, I always, I've had a lot of trust in since really day one last year. You know, we've built that relationship, and I think that shows, you know, kind of he's my security blanket. When, I, when all else fails, Marvin's always, always there and making the play. He really has been, right? He's had some big fourth down catches, third down mm-hmm. catches, moving the sticks this year. And uh, it's good to see, man. All hands on deck coming up in less than two days. Reminder, the Frangie Show out at Strings Sports Brewery, 1850 North Main Street, tomorrow uh, from 3 to 6 p.m. First 100 listeners that show will get a free T-shirt. Uh, the roar of the Jags will be in attendance, so the, the Jaguar cheerleaders will be there. Special Jaguar guests in attendance and also coming on the phone as well. Some, I'm sure, uh, big-time uh, players, luminaries, things like that. Oh, yeah, they're giving away club seats for the uh, game as well. So that's nice. If you don't have tickets, that might be the place to go tomorrow. Uh, it's the place to go anyway for a uh, Jaguar pep rally of sorts to kick things off for for the weekend. So that's, uh, again, tomorrow from 3 to 6 p.m., String Sports Brewery, 1850 North Main Street, a chance to win club seats for tomorrow night's game. We will come back and uh, take a little dive into the Jaguars today. Question of the day presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate, asking you to grade various aspects of the team, not even knowing what's going to happen on Saturday to this point, regardless of what happens on Saturday. The GM, the head coach, offense, defense, special teams. What do you give them? Uh, We'll discuss on the other side as we wrap up Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All Jags, all NFL. Jaguars today on 1010XL. All right, here we go. Final uh, few minutes of the program today. A lot of talented people out there putting together all kinds of hype videos and stuff, right? I mean, like super, super it's amazing back. stuff. Man, we haven't had that really going on it's since awesome. 2017. That back half of that 2017 season, it was every week. There were 10, 15 new hype videos. They're back, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so It's look, been a while, but they're back. If you send them to me, I guess if you want them retweeted, you don't have to ask. <laughs> Just send it my way, and I'll retweet it out there and uh, give you – a little extra exposure, you know, uh, and just think it's cool, you know, let fans get all it's fired fun, up about man. it. Yeah. It's been awesome. Uh, E.T., apparently, uh, you're going to be spinning the casa this week. I'm with all that. You have any idea what that means? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm right. with it, though. But he is with it. I'm uh, with it. Ms. Neek is offering up some of her uh, famous Everclear gummies. Run that over here, too. <laughs> I want all the smoke. Pre-spinning and post-spinning. Gummies. I want all the smoke. Oh, my gosh. Are you making it across the street to the game? Oh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to go <laughs> Are make you it. One thing about it, E.T. going to make it. All right, my man. I tell you, he 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 is legend, people. I'm telling you. I done party with the best of them. Uh, <laughs> go make I'm it. telling you. He, like, Tony, I would wake up <laughs> in, at, you know, like 6 in the morning and, and a Super Bowl trip, and E.T. be rolling in 6.05, like, Man, I was hanging out with blah, 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 last night. Da, 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 Do you know what so-and-so said? He said, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this guy. And and then and then he's like, man, I met Danny Amendola last night. We're hanging out. We're doing our thing. 
And then later on that day, Danny Amendola comes to Radio Row, and he's like, oh, what's up, bro? Hey, <laughs> Danny, like, come on. They're like best friends. Come on, come on over here. They're yeah. already best friends. So that's just like, that's not even uh, the tip of the iceberg. But uh, whatever kind of uh, hijinks you got, E.T. is with it. Yeah, did with you ever it. get that bag back from Pac-Man? No, man. All those clothes and all, all that yeah. swag. Man. Pac-Man had a bunch of swag. Pa- Pac-Man... A I, I should cut it right here, really, in terms of what <laughs> what what was up with Pac-Man. But um, E.T. and I bonded one night over a Pac-Man story. Let's we put did. it that way. We did. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. All right. All right. Got to keep this on the up and up on these parts. Uh, all right. Why don't we fire up that 10-10 take, E.T.? 10-10-10. take. Now, the 10-10 take with Mike Dempsey. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. All right. Uh, the question of the day is presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate Every Day. So let us weigh in, Tony, on this question. We ask you, you know, without knowing what's going to happen Saturday night. In other words, look. They win Saturday night. Everyone's <laughs> getting an A, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, you know, I'm a little bit bore in the edges here but um you know I mean it doesn't mean the defense was really an A all year but we'll be damn happy right I mean sure. and we're, we're happy collectively we want the greater success of the Jacksonville Jaguars Tony I said this all along you know we'll hire and fire people left and right with, with no consequence right we weigh in our opinions we wanted to fire Doug Marone ahead of time we were right we would have moved on from Trent Baalke last year but mm-hmm. guess what I gotta give Trent Baalke props I think he's done a heck of a job this year, I really do, you know, and I know there's still a segment out there that's never going to embrace Trent Baalke. So be it. Um, let's grade him out, guys. Uh, let's go around the table here. I'll, I'll give Trent a B. Okay. You know, I and I do think you haven't gotten as much as you would have hoped, I think, out of your first-round picks. And what you gave to move up to get Devin Lloyd and then to have him bench for a third-rounder for a period of time didn't maximize your assets. But, man. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Brandon Sheriff on offense. That's four quality signings right there, four impact players. Sure. Uh, Foley Fatakasi, Foye Aluakin, Darius Williams. To, to varying degrees, they've all made a, a positive impact on this team as well. So I think he's done a solid job, not a perfect job. I give him a B. I would give him a B as well. Uh, and for all the reasons that you listed, look, they took a big shot at a bunch of free agents this year and every one that they went for on offense worked, right? And you've seen Travis Etienne has become the player that they thought he would be when they drafted him and couldn't play. During his rookie year, he's been really good this year. And Trevor Lawrence is turning into a top 10 quarterback in the league, right? Going into the end of year two. So I think the GM gets a lot of credit for that, but you do knock him a little bit because the what they did on defense, and we said it. Look, they went so heavy at linebacker in the draft, and we we talked about it when they did it. They got to be right about this. Like, they, they ought to be able to stop the run, right? It's the way that we talked about it. They ought to be able to run on defense from that linebacker spot, and we've seen their first-round pick at linebacker that they traded up for be basically set down, and their third-round pick at linebacker has stepped into the starting lineup at different times this year. I think that all goes into the grade. So, yeah, B for me. E.T., what you say? I'm going to give him a B plus. Um, there was a time we didn't want this man in the building. We wanted him gone. There was this whole clown emoji thing going around. Now, look, sorry, Trent. Sorry, Trent. 
uh, Rick Ross said you got to destroy before you elevate. And, I mean, I guess that's what we went through because we might be in a – excuse me. We going to the playoffs, baby. Come where, on, Where somebody. else we going? We, we going to the Super Bowl. I don't know when. But when we do, we going to win. Yeah, baby. All right, all right. Uh, Dougie P, E.T., what you say for Doug Peterson? Oh, bit Doug at an A. Yes, 95 A+. plus. Uh, just like uh, Rayshon Jenkins said, the biggest change from last year to this year is coaching. The players really believe in him. He ain't coming here talking about, oh, I won a Super Bowl or this man, that man. He slowly said, so what, now what? The guys believed in his plan and they trust the process. Now, look, most of us said we had us winning between six and eight games. We're on the verge of winning nine games. Mm-hmm. Not many of us said that we're going to the playoffs. We going to the playoffs, man. WP, A, not A+. Plus. I give him a 95 A. I give him an A as well. Like I want to leave room for growth, right? You, Absolutely. You can be better. Next year, man, let's, let's be – 12 and 4 at this point in time, right? Which I think is possible. And, you know, coming from where they came from, you can, if you want to argue A, plus, that's fine. I, I can't imagine giving Doug Peterson anything less than an A, Tony. No, A-plus is what I'd give him because this was a three-win team last year. Did deal with the lull that they dealt with in the middle of the season. They had deficiencies on offense at times. They had deficiencies on defense at times. They overcame all of that in season as it was going on, and I think a lot of that is on the shoulders of the head coach and the steadying influence that he is. And look, we played the comments from Trevor Lawrence just in the last hour. They are 100% bought in with their coach, and it's the reason why they're in the position they're in to win the division on Saturday night. So, yeah, I give him an A+. plus. Doesn't mean that I don't think he can even be better next year, but the grade that he gets for what he's done this year, A-plus for me. All right, um, give us the offense. Give the offense a grade. A-minus. Okay. Because of the lull, but the quarterback has turned into a top-ten player at his position. That's what needed to happen this year for this franchise. He's there, and so I give him an A-minus. I give him a B-plus. There is some – it's less than – a full cup, right? I mean, you we're taking the whole season as a whole. They're playing their best football at the end. That's fantastic. Trevor Lawrence is becoming the guy you thought he would be when you drafted him. But there were lulls, and there there were red zone inefficiencies, and there were turnovers, and he has fumbled too many times. But overall, the offense has propelled this team more than any other unit out there on the field. So B plus, A minus, we're in the – the ballpark, ET, what you say? I'm going to give them a B, and for my own selfish reasons. Um, they're a lot more efficient. Um, we scored more points this year, but I just wanted to see more exciting, more explosive plays. We kind of got a taste of that from Travis ET in this last game with that 62-yard run, but I wanted to see more bombs and more of that, so I say B. Uh, all right, uh, defense. <laughs> I mean, look, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I'm happy how they played the last few weeks. When they're turning teams over, they can be an effective defense this is like a c minus to me you know c on the high end which is okay they don't you don't have to be perfect man you're you're going from number one overall pick number one overall pick to potential division winners there have been moments when they come up with big plays when they've scored on defense they've turned teams over gotten key stops just think of the jets game that alone instant quick change Trevor fumbles, defense comes on the field. I know that that's a struggling offense, but you give it to him in point-blank range. You're like, nope, you get nothing. You get these three points. The offense gave you those, and then they gave him nothing the rest of the way. Um, so they've had their moments tone, but not enough for me. I'm going to C minus. Room for uh, growth. I went with a straight C. Straight C. For the defense this year. Like, if, if they play this week and whatever their run in the playoff happens to be, the way they have the last two, three weeks – with the kind of turnovers that they're forcing right now, oh boy. 
this team's going to be really difficult to beat. And as we've said, nobody wants to play the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, not with the way both sides are playing. E.T. I'm going to give them a straight C also. C's get degrees, and, you know, it's passing. In the beginning of the season, like the first couple games, we were causing all those turnovers and, oh, man, this, and then we just went on a drought, weren't getting any sacks, and then they were just inconsistent. So I'm going to give them a C. My man's seven-year plan just walked into the studio when you said C's get degrees. And, uh, look, I'm a man after uh, Joe Coward's uh, patterns in school By the way. We'll we'll talk to him here in a sec. Yeah, the Jaguars finished 11th in scoring offense. 12th in scoring defense in the league. Pretty good. Year. Yeah. Pretty good. So maybe straight C is yeah. more appropriate yeah. there, right? I just got, let's go quick here. I'm going to give special teams like a B. Uh, they're pretty solid. They give up some returns at times, but Logan Cook's one of the best in the game. Riley Patterson basically hasn't been an issue for mm-hmm. you. You know, he hasn't been perfect, but it's not like you're like, oh my gosh. And, you know, they, they went with him. They stuck with him after kind of juggling it around. And sure. for the most part, it's worked out pretty solid. I feel like Agnew's heating up. Here mm-hmm. at the That'd end of the nice. year, but uh, I do I would give him a B overall in the season special teams. Et yeah, I'm gonna go with B as well, man. I just need more explosiveness, some blocks. We didn't get all of that, but we also didn't give that much up. So I'm gonna go with a solid B. All right, but uh, you can read through my Twitter feed on this one on the Chad and Sandy Real Estate Question of the Day today at MD underscore 1010XL and uh, your fellow Jaguar fans, and you're welcome to weigh in as well. Uh, Post show, we appreciate that, and I always read them and uh, check out your feedback. But just asking you. You know, without knowing what happens on Saturday night, grade the GM, head coach, offense, defense, special teams this year. Speaking of grades, let's say hello to XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Hey, uh, Joe, just so you know, some of my early year transcripts, I'm not exactly posting those up on the wall, but it's funny because you walk in, E.T. goes, C's get degrees. You're always like, let me tell you about the best seven years of my life exactly. at the University of Florida. I mean, mine, mine was a, a hook and go, and it's the same thing as a C, but mine was a hook and go. That's how I described it because it was a C. It was a hook Get and a hook go. and go on to the next and one. Just move on to the next Keep one. Keep going. And and so I went in with a 2.8, and I left with a 2.8. I, I've told, I was pretty damn happy. I've told my it. son this. Like it's, it's important to do your best, excel. Yeah. He's so much – better at that than I am, right? Yeah. Like, you know, graduated with honors and all this nice. stuff. I skated by in high school. I mean, really, came down to the last week because I just goofed off all the yeah. time. Like, am I going to get an, a grade in English because I'm behind on all these papers I haven't turned in? But he's good about it. But I told him, I said, look, the reality is, get the degree, right? No one has ever asked me, what was your GPA in high school? Nope. You know? No, no. It's like. Or college. Or, or, right. High school. Yeah. I meant college. Yeah. A- anything like yeah. that. You know, other than getting into college, once you're into college, if you get the degree, you'll be fine. And by the way, back then, I needed gas money to make sure that I could go pick up a term paper that someone else had written and paid $10 for it. Now you can't do that. You cannot get away no, with that. No, because I didn't have a car back then, yeah. so I would have to bike over <laughs> and pick those up myself. But uh, the great thing at Flagler was, you know, when you're a freshman, everybody lived in one city block. It was just like yeah, everything was on top yeah. of each other. And somehow, like, I would say, I don't know if they're still doing it, because I know some of the same professors are there when I was there in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And... Funny how they'd have like four copies of the test 
And those four copies would get circulated oh, over the years. Oh, and, you know, study these and you're going to do okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's funny. All right, what do you guys have coming up well, today, Joe? you know, keeping the theme going, just following it, uh, you know, the, the love in, in the city of Duval for, for the team is just so strong right now. So, obviously, we'll talk Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. Uh, there is good news uh, with DeMar Hamlin that was just reported by uh, Ian Rappaport not that long ago. So, that was very good. So, anyway, we'll jump all in. Coach Camp will be with us, and uh, and we're just probably going to just talk Jaguars and playoff picture and have some fun. Let's do it, man. I mean, yeah. fantastic. It. It's a great week. Uh, the energy's back in the city, and let's take it up to yeah. a ridiculous level on Saturday night. Now, let's keep that wave going. Let's oh. just ride it. No more clown faces. Nothing but joy in Whoville. There'll be clown faces, I guarantee you, this offseason. But uh, I, what do you put, put all the rest aside. What do you give Trent Baalke as a grade for I, 2022 up I, till now? I, I, honestly, I think the way the free agent class has paid dividends, it is a huge up for him. Trayvon Walker has not paid dividends for him yet. But other guy, Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, all those other guys have been asked. They haven't all been stars by any stretch of the imagination. But it's a solid B for what he's been able to do. Solid that's what beat. that's what I gave him yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it could have used the draft capital maybe a little differently. Yeah. Haven't gotten the impact immediately that you'd like out of some guys, but yeah. free agent class pretty successful. And you, uh, believe it. you are getting impact out of your draft class. Just you know, it's I think this is the supplementing only, more. Only team with sixty plus catches from three different guys, so that's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. just win Saturday. Exactly. Uh, you know, screw the stats. Yeah. Win Saturday. Yeah, then, it's, right? then it's a B plus. Right on. Right on. All right. Uh, there he goes. Joe C and the XL Primetime crew are coming up next here. Again, one last reminder from us, but you'll hear more about it throughout the day. Francis show tomorrow out at String Sports Brewery, 1850 North Main Street from 3 to 6. Be among the first 100 listeners that show up. You get a T-shirt. The Roar of the Jaguars will be in attendance. Special Jaguar guests on the phone and in person. And, oh, yeah, they're giving away club seats for Saturday night's game as well. That's not too shabby. We gave away two pair of tickets today. Uh, Adam is coming with his daughter. Ronald is coming with his daughter. I love it. The, the little kids, man, they tug at the heartstrings, Tony. And I've yet to announce it again. Thank you to my very um, godfather over at TIAA Bank Field who hooked us up with a pair of tickets in the 205 section with club pass access and uh, this person doesn't even know they've won yet, but I'm going to maybe give them a call after the show and hopefully surprise them, uh, Tony. I'm going to have to do the old record the call and see if I get that kind of reaction if we get a good one out of them. Don't know if I'm going to catch them at work. I probably get voicemail. That'd be my luck. All right, that'll do it for us today. For Tony Smith, for E.T., for Mike Duraco. congratulations to Tony for the – 2022 Breakfast Bowl Championship, your first, right? That's my first, yeah. I've got one. D-Rock's got one. Taylor Dahl's got one. Tony has one. Who are we, who are we missing here? Man, Any, whatever. Anybody? Enjoy the casa. Spin that casa, E.T. Spinning it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh, we're going to be losing our minds with McManus yep. in here tomorrow. <laughs> Shut up. All right? <laughs> I love you, too. All right, Jaguars today. It's all love right now, people. It is all love. Two and a half days away from absolutely losing your freaking minds all over those mayo slopping you-know-whats. All right, let's get out of here for the day. This has been Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Go Jacksonville!